0: Hello, and welcome to Alliance Public Radio, the only podcast that understands the real reason why we play sweater, so we can dress up and romance pretty, pretty pixels. That's right, this is your one-stop shop for all of your Star Wars Barbie Dreamhouse needs. Today on the podcast, Headcannons of the Old Republic. Our panel of quote-unquote experts will discuss a few intriguing quote-unquote facts about about our favorite Jedi factory, the participants today are Ella, our resident starving artist. You can find them on Tumblr under Haospart. That's spelled H-A-O-S-P-A-R-T. Io, our Sith politics pundit. You can find them on Tumblr under Sith-Shenanigans. Dead Poet, our very much alive fanfic writer. You can find him on AO3 under deadish scribe. That's one word, deadish scribe. Pineberry, your host and sellout extraordinaire. You can follow me on Tumblr under pineberry or visit my geek chic boutique at pineberry.com. Fluffy Nexu, our world building architect. You can follow her on Tumblr under fluffy Nexu. Make sure you check out her encyclopedia, Cythica. Opal Empress our emotional support writer. You can follow her on Tumblr under the handle OpalXEmpress. ChubbyU, also of fanfic fame. You can follow him on Tumblr and AO3 under the handle ChubbyU. That's the word chubby followed by three O's. Let's begin. So the topic for today is we're going to start with Republic head cannons. What are your favorite Republic head cannons? Either world building or, you know, trashy trooper memes.
1: The Republic is trash.
0: Well, okay. Listen, to be fair, fair,
1: them be fighting words. Let's just dive right in.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's Star Wars. Everyone is trash.
0: What do you have to say for yourself, Chubb?
3: It's about Suresh, and she's obviously the worst. We all know this, but like,
4: yeah. I like to think. I mean, I love like, her, but she's the worst. Punching her was nice.
3: <laughs> well, yeah, I literally check out my check out. It's more satisfying to punch her. That's my headcanon, It's not. But
4: <laughs> yeah, I I didn't I didn't blast her into infinity because uh, my Sith decided he was better than her. Oh my
1: god. Punching them hurts worse because they don't die afterwards.
0: Put her in a hole somewhere, okay.
1: Point, point, point is, I, I, I
3: tend to imagine that she's, uh, what's the word for it? It's very light here. Um, just like, take money.
1: Embezzle.
3: <laughs> Not embezzle. Tax evasion. Fraud? <laughs> no, 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 no. Tax Put money fraud. into things that were uh, otherwise stupid.
0: Misappropriation
3: of funds. Yes, exactly.
2: Okay, I
1: can go on forever. <laughs> okay,
2: do you do you actually mind if I disagree here? Oh no, no go mean. for it. Interesting. Because Suresh is okay. Suresh is not a good person, but I think
3: no. Well, that's not quite what I meant. Let me explain it a little better. Important to helping her cause, but they're not. She's wasting the money and. Uh, the war fund, etc.
0: Okay, Ella, what's your headcanon?
4: Um, uh, that, uh, <laughs> wow, I'm unprepared to talk about the Republic. Um, yep. so we have a chat full of imps, is what I'm seeing.
1: You're damn right.
4: The one, like, major Republic thing that I have is, like, totally intrinsically tied to my, uh, my smuggler. Go for it. I love him and he's stupid and he's the best.
3: That smuggler ship.
4: On Alderaan, the. I don't Is that the planetary mission? Whatever? You get to be paladin of House Organa.
0: Oh, I think it's the planetary mission.
4: That stuff's that awesome. Like- that is a thing that became so integral to Lero's character because he was a dumpster fire criminal who. Panics and says stupid stuff when he panics, like what's a Padawan when his little sister was actively a Padawan on Tython, because he's like that, in his storyline, from Scummy McScummerface to, uh, whoopsies, I'm a hero now, that was like his big moment of like, that's still, like the the one thing that he's proud of, aside from being Jilla's older brother, being a paladin. Okay, so Alderon was what made him a decent person. Yeah! Alderon and Bodar had a lot of problems with Corso, but as soon as he got a Wookiee, he was like, oh no, I'm a good person now. Oh no, I'm self-sacrificing hero. Shit!
3: <laughs> I've got a point to make about Corso. Oh no. No, no, I, I don't. I mean, I do, but like, he needs to drink more respect and juice. We did not have one positive thing <laughs> about the Republic.
2: I have headcanons about the Senate.
0: Okay, what's what's your what's your feelings about the Senate?
2: Okay, so as we all know, the Senate as shown in things is like ridiculously small. And there should be like zillions more senators than they than there are. So Probably, my headcanon yeah. is that uh instead of one senator having one vote exactly there are these constantly updating terminals that are called the rep counters and rep in this case stands for representation um basically constantly updating how many people they're representing uh, possibly also off of how much with a degree of how much they're contributing to the republic allegedly and are you proposing a lot of senators no i think i think i, I mean, understand maybe. what you're I've
1: down for that i think no, i think no, i understand no, no, no.
2: That... i'm proposing that there are machines that there are constantly calculating um how many people each senator represents and how much the planet or organization or whatever they're representing is currently uh how tied they are to the republic right now oh okay okay i see
0: it
3: does that make their vote like mean more is that what you're saying
0: if they are slowly drifting away from the republic does that mean their votes matter less
3: yeah that's what Mm -hmm. i kind of got from it
0: or does it mean that like we really do should do something and See, this is
2: a good tangent, because it's like, how would that work?
1: Meritocracy. How do you weigh a galactic meritocracy?
2: Because I'm thinking about, like, organizations that have Senate seats, and I suspect they're there because they're paying, like, a whole bunch higher Republic taxes than the average planet does. Yes, yes, I see what you mean. Like, the
0: closer you are to the core, the more important you are, the more...
3: Here's the thing to remember, the Republic are trashed, so first of all Um (laughs) Thank you.
0: Okay, you can't just say that like a fact.
3: Having a I can say what I like. Having (laughs) a huge system um is more um partial to those close to the core world to the more developed seems quite likely. Is my point. I
2: mean,
0: I, and I think that is part of Star Wars canon that, like, if you are a part of the important trade routes, if you are closer to the core, then you're obviously a more important planet and you're going to be more pro-republic that way. So, Whereas, you know, if you're like in, you know, some outer rim colony that, you know, you don't, you never even see a representative, but you get taxed, then you might be, you might have an issue with that.
1: Bastards. Tick my hard-earned bunny. <laughs>
0: This is this is taking a dark turn.
1: Uh can I build on this because this is very yes. fascinating
0: to me? Yes, please do.
1: In in a similar way, y- you have an excellent point about how we see so few senators for how big the galaxy is. I'm wondering if like there is a voting process in certain cases where they go like planet by planet or region by region depending on how big the territory of the given entity is. And then their votes ultimately become the vote of their representative.
3: I I think it would depend. Um, I think for a certain amount, there would be representation in smaller elections in those places, maybe depending on how they were run. But I don't think it's um, that illogical to say that they would do those at separate times to big Senate votes.
0: I mean, if we look at what we have... um... As far as Clone Wars, a lot of the issues that were brought up in that series were that, you know, all these outer planets really needed help and really needed aid. And granted, it might have been Palpatine just, you know, messing with people, but Ballad. Pappy Palps, I it. they weren't getting the help they needed. So, like, what's the point of being a part of the Republic if they're only there when they want to attack you?
3: Well, there's the problem with that—that's the fact that a uh a government organization can only stretch so far before it starts to be weird uh,
1: sure that as well
4: it gets all wiggly at the ends it's like broccoli
1: no that happens in history as an a a totally valid point rome
4: britain
3: (laughs)
1: excuse me
4: dude the mongols
1: are you insulting my nationality right I now? would
4: never know. <laughs> I would say the Mongols
1: suffered more from uh, Alexander the Great problem.
4: There there was that, but also it was huge and like super duper huge. And as soon as they like got like out of a spot, it was like, well, I guess they're not here anymore. Eh. And they just, like, were constantly losing territory.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's, that happens to, like, during the Republic Civil War, I wonder if that's what's going on. It's like, okay, well, we won this territory, now we leave. And then the Empire's like, oh, cool, you know,
4: free real estate. It's free real estate.
3: <laughs> I'm just, all I'm saying is that it might be a certain amount that it's just too difficult to get to these planets, and then it just might also be a certain amount of negligence.
1: You think the Republic cares about its citizens?
0: Okay, now we're going into Imperial Propaganda, and that's a different show.
1: What? Well, because the Empire is best. Padme Amidala would agree with me. She would agree with me.
0: <laughs> Where we all just go, the Empire is great. It's amazing. I was going to have several head cannons, but now I'm like, dang, this is all just
2: negativity.
1: It's what you get for inviting Sith.
2: Hey! Look, I was not being mm. negative. I was making an effort to, to be positive and not slip into character. That is fair. That that
0: was a positive. That was a positive world-building thing. Okay, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, we'll put that under world-building.
1: That yeah, that is true. That is true. Whereas I came in like in character.
4: I think I I think I only have three Republic characters, and one of them is my compulsory dark side Jedi. Gen- <laughs> whoopsies
3: it wasn't on purpose it kind of happened naturally for me
0: and you know kind of that's kind of where i was going with my that's kind of where i was going with my head because um i mean when you look at the jedi they strive to have this yeah this should be good they strive to have like such a positive
3: i have have thoughts on this
0: yeah i know you have thoughts but let me let me get to my point
2: All right, I'm. I'm gonna just cut to the tape. Satil Shard,
1: best worst Grandmaster.
2: She's she's doing her best to balance.
1: Terrible mother.
2: Yeah. See that. Okay. So um, I feel like she's trying to balance the Jedi ideals and the demands of the Republic, and she puts herself as a person as a third, if at all, which causes her to come off as distant and callous and even do a bunch of things she really shouldn't have because she's so focused on trying to do the proper thing in her duties that
1: oh no no please continue although i absolutely agree with you on this funny enough i have
3: a i have a point to add after oh i guess i'll add it now um so jedi jedi right this is in general as well as the problem with the jedi is that they're so paranoid about breaking from their you know calm traditions and their um serenity that they don't both they don't allow themselves to feel but that's a bit unrelated but they don't allow for risks and things like that and there's this sort of cold callous nature to them that can lead to them making mistakes and not really even seeing it because they're in this sort of calm thing. It's the exact problem I have with Mace Windu, but that's a whole rant I'm not going to go on.
0: And see, and this this is where I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, I feel like they do have, like they do care about people.
3: Oh, absolutely.
0: But the the problem is that they're so bad at showing it. They have a PR pool. I think that that's the problem. It's not that, it's not that they don't care. It's just that they have this huge PR problem because they have to have this kind of semblance of we're not here to take sides, we're peacekeepers, we're doing the best. It's kind of like when you ask your mom, like, okay, between me and my brother, who's your favorite? And your mom goes, I love you equally. You know, they're lying. <laughs>
2: I mean- and that's
4: no. kind of like the Jedi. It's like it's like you're trying to ask the Jedi to, to, to pick a side and then they're like, no, we can't. We're
0: neutral. When They obviously have like a, a preference but their reaction is just like, no, we're not.
3: Is there something you need to talk about? Hilary?
0: I think it's one of those things
5: too that comes in with like, like inherent problem with maintaining that role as a peacekeeper in a violent galaxy or world. Like it's... Hmm. You, there is a real problem with that because you can't have it both ways. And so I think that, like, I don't know. I feel like we could do an entire show just based on Jedi philosophy.
3: We should probably <laughs> do one. I have like, some thoughts.
0: But, see, I and see, and see, that's the thing. That my, my personal, you know, headcanon on this, it's, it's not that they don't care. It's that they suck so much at showing it that the rest of the galaxy just assumes, oh, well, these are cold, unfeeling monsters. And to a certain degree, it's also hard on the Jedi because, like, you're telling them, you're giving this, you know, you're giving them this philosophy that, you know, you have to be peaceful and you have to, you know, be at one with the force and blah, blah, blah. So you give them all this, like, nice, peaceful, pacifist sort of philosophy, but then you give them a laser sword. (laughs) So now now you're going to, like, peacefully slice people in half and, like... At least for my, my, my personal character.
1: Aggressive diplomacy.
0: Yeah, aggressive diplomacy. <laughs> for my characters, that's, that's the main issue that, okay, fine. It's all nice and peaceful and it's all great until something goes wrong. And then I get a call from Satil saying, hey, go fix this. And by go fix this, it usually means go murder this guy.
1: Marcin <laughs> Thor. I was going to make a
3: point, but then you made it for me. That was the exact point I was going to make. Yeah. Also, yeah. This I've just realized how difficult it is for me to comment on Satil Shan having not finished the Jedi Knight story. Okay,
0: so you don't get to say anything else then.
1: Can I? Can I say things about Satil? Yes, sure. I know I talk trash about the Republic, but I'm actually a Satil sympathizer because I very much agree with what was said earlier um, about her. She's trying to do the best she can as
2: an organizational leader. Yeah,
1: Yeah. she became a Jedi Knight, in a, essentially, in a surprise attack where her master was murdered, and then she was thrust to be a general in a war, and then she was thrust to be the Grand Master in a span of, what, 30 years?
4: Jedi workaholic. That was a sweet
1: cutscene. It that was. That sweet, shiny cutscene. Nothing like the game, but, you oh, know. Oh, I, I love the cinematics. But they're never even taught how to parent, of course she doesn't. And so she's gonna do that whole kind of adoption mentality of as much as I want to love this child, I know I cannot give them what they need. And so she tried to find a a, a someone to raise her child. And what's
0: horrible about it is that she found someone exactly like her.
1: Oh yeah, that's great. So
0: point. it's like, it's so it's like, okay, you want to give this child the best chance they can. You don't, you don't find them a normal family. No, you just eat them at your old master.
3: For listeners if you are confused. We are now talking about Seren Shan.
2: She was expecting him to be Force-powerful, and <laughs> she went to someone she trusted to deal with this probably going to be Force-powerful kid, and then he wasn't, and then he didn't live up to expectations. The Jedi didn't know what to do with that, because the Jedi are not Okay, it's not that they don't care. It's that they're not taught a framework of caring about people that doesn't rely on... Someone who's force-sensitive and is going to be a part of their culture.
0: Yes. So if you're not a part... That's the hardest part, because, like, if you're not a part of their culture, then they really don't know what to do with you.
4: Exactly. They have no sense of cultural relativity. Yes, exactly! They exist
0: in a bubble, is what you're saying. They exist in a bubble their reality is the only reality they know the only one they accept and then everyone outside that bubble just is is unfathomable to them
2: and so they end up coming off as callous because they really they do things like entirely 100% believe that telling someone to let go of a family member who got murdered or something is the most compassionate that's entirely thing to do. Valid. They think they see that as being compassionate because they're taught that that's that that's what you do, and they believe that that trying to help through no fault of their own, they just think that's helpful. I,
1: I'm gonna. I do have to disagree here.
0: Here at a macro level, as opposed to a micro. Okay, but this is gonna be this is gonna have to be a whole different kind yeah, of
1: yeah. We, we got to get to my sweet sweet empire. Yeah, eventually.
0: So Opal, what's your head yeah.
5: canon? Um So I have some that are kind of based in like arts culture, if that makes sense. Like, oh I, neat, uh, yeah. Um, that's kind of what I came up with because I was uh, I don't know I was trying to think of ones that weren't just like uh, the Republic government is useless and terrible but that's not biased or opinionated at all
3: we should name the episode that. i think the republic <laughs> are valid but also stupid that's what i thought
5: oh yeah like let's yeah, yeah. i this is a whole conversation and anyway anyway so
3: you've got a headcanon
5: so um one would be that um, it's much easier to not much easier, but it's you're more likely to be engaged in the arts or like writing or like painting or sculpture or something in the Republic than you are in the Empire, partially because you're allowed to have that sort of freedom of time and engage in culture in that way. And you're oh, not yeah. like constantly being like, I have to be productive or I might be fucking
0: killed. You're not in the Imperial Propaganda office. You don't get to doodle. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) And because of that, I think there's also a
5: greater emphasis placed on preserving, um, like, not past culture and, like, past artifacts and stuff, because we know that the Sith do that, like, super heavily. But, like, I think there's a great, like, I think there's a greater emphasis placed on, like, oral storytelling and, um, like, the stuff that's, like, passed down, like, this is how to like hand weave something or handcraft like this traditional thing that came from our home planet or like this, like my grandmother oh, taught yeah, my mother yeah. and now I'm teaching you. And like, it's, it's much easier, not much easier, but you're much more likely to encounter stuff like that through the Republic than you are in the empire.
0: And that comes, yeah. And that comes naturally because the Republic is all about, we're, we're working together. We're, you know, we're a coalition. But and the Empire is more along the lines of, okay, uh, we're throwing away your basket, you're doing this now.
3: Alright, fuckers, get in line is how I describe it.
5: Yes. The Empire's much more about assimilation and the Republic's like, here's a mosaic. <laughs> it's not that equal a mosaic, but it is
0: a mosaic. <laughs> it's
4: a salad.
3: It's a system with an essence of yeah. freedom, even if it's not so well,
0: you know. I, and I think um, it's it's a lot easier to to do artistic expression when you're not subject to people thought policing. Like, what did you mean with, you know, that sculpture you put there?
3: Also literal thought policing. That's-
4: they do have the actual secret police. <laughs> you can play a secret police member.
1: <laughs> There's no secret police. There's no secret police in the Empire.
0: There is no war in ba Sing say. No, but I totally, I totally understand, and and it would also be like kind of like that period during um the Renaissance where, you know, people stopped painting old fat rich dudes and started experimenting. <laughs> Finally. Because before that was the only thing mm. you could do. It's like you want to be a painter. You either paint for the church and do some fan art or. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I don't believe they call it fan
0: art. <laughs> Fuck. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> no pun intended like you do some church fan art or you paint the old fat guy it was that was your option but like during the renaissance they were able to explore and you got all sorts of you know new forms of art so i can totally see that happening in the republic
5: okay so i also this is a stupid one i apologize (laughs) that's fine
0: have you have you heard what we've what we come up with so far
4: i love stupid ones
3: stupid ones have less chance of us talking about the republic
4: Great. The Jedi, you mean?
1: Both. Both. Same thing.
5: So I firmly believe that there is like a reality show Republic thing that's like the Jersey Shore. Oh, hell yeah. But based on like like Rishi or something, it's just, it's like the most popular program.
1: I love me some postmodernism. Rishi Shore. That's amazing.
3: Um. I will say, in my, in my own writings, I've implemented a few things like that, that are just, like, these very human concepts, like BuzzFeed lists and things like that. Like, Yes! What is your favorite? What, is, what crystal most represents you? That
1: sort of thing. Yeah.
4: The Empire has top Jedi deaths. I have a couple space YouTubers specifically for that. Which
1: <laughs> Jedi Master should you date?
3: They definitely have, like, bad reality shows. Um... And like <laughs> cooking shows With like Space Gordon Ramsay
5: Oh my <laughs> god I would watch that so hard <laughs>
2: There are so many romance novels About Jedi
1: Oh yeah Trashy Jedi romance novels
2: Bodyguard A.U.s Oh
5: my gosh I hadn't even considered that But that is amazing
1: The unrequited love of a Sith and
3: a Jedi Well as we now know it fanfic.net. <laughs>
0: Like, every Republic hollow drama or hollow soap opera has, like, that one Jedi love triangle.
1: But, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. What else are you going to write about? I love that headcanon. That's excellent. Dead poet.
3: Okay, cool. Um, I have so, to remember your name because I don't want to say raw onion
1: milk.
2: Are you saying that's not?
1: There's a very long story behind that. I know, yeah. It was so long. But... So, at first, I was like, oh, shit, you mean I was supposed to come with a head cannon?" I just made mine up on the spot. Uh, I, the Jedi? I'm dragging us back to the Jedi, by the way. But why would you do this?
5: <laughs> they do that themselves. Why does everyone
1: want to go back to the as Jedi? As an order, not necessarily individually, but as an order, they are pompous and they have a superiority complex. I thought that was regular canon. Okay, Imperial propaganda part.
0: But, but they have, like, not even a superiority complex. They have, like, a savior complex. Yeah. Ooh. I think that's more accurate. It's not like they think they're superior. They think that they're just there to rescue everyone and redeem everyone. And they think they do a perfect job of it sometimes.
1: Their way is the right way.
0: But wouldn't you say
5: that's, like, a form of superiority? Say that you I will people? say,
1: though, you're, you're,
3: you're going, like, oh, the, the Jedi have a superiority complex. Like, so do the Sith.
1: Oh yeah, no, definite. Oh, that's the whole culture.
4: That's a god complex.
1: Literally. That's what I'm saying.
4: It comes with the space magic.
1: Yeah, it comes with the space magic. There's no instruction manual, so you just gotta resort to a god complex. My Sith doesn't have a god complex. One of my Sith. I don't know what to do with this, so I'm gonna become a god. Influence people's emotions.
0: Yeah, if you suddenly could do all that, would you not feel better than everybody
2: else?
1: No, I might. Yeah, that's more of a personal problem.
2: I'm a terrible person, but yeah, I would. I mean, do recall that the sort of kind of self insert I made is a Sith, so I I totally would. We all know I would be the worst.
1: George Lucas started the series with a self insert. There's definitely parts of. A part of my personality and all my characters, why they're all atoms.
4: Real boy
0: hours. Okay, so now we're gonna go. We save the best for last. Fluffy, next to
5: what? What? Yes, 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 yes.
0: Bless
2: us with your head cannon. Oh, this is not gonna be a good one, or whatever. This is gonna be very mundane. But I see the Republic, either past or present or whatever, as very clearly being Space America. Yeah, I mean it's obvious.
1: Hey, my head cannon is just flat out cannon, so that is a- I actually really like that though.
3: My head cannon is that they have cannons on the ships.
0: Corso is a space hillbilly, so whenever I write the Republic, I do write it as like space America. Piggybacking off of that, we we had a head cannon. I think it was Sunset. Um, I don't think she's on here right now, but basically that. Unlike the Republic, the Empire has health care for all for free. Yeah, I see so, that too. So like you have privatized health care in the Republic because, you know, Colto ain't cheap.
2: Depends on what planet you're from and on. And Manon? The Republic spends a lot on the military because they're very foreign and very scary, you know.
0: The best part of that is that, you know, Republic citizens will occasionally get fake visas to sneak into Imperial territory and get medical treatment.
3: <laughs> Here's the thing about that that I'm thinking, though. It may be that they have healthcare for all, but I don't imagine it's the most, like, kind health care. I mean,
0: sense. it's probably health care if you're a trooper or if you're a Jedi. But if you're a civilian, you're, you're on your own. As opposed to the empire, who, like, you know, everyone's militarized, so everyone's part of the military. So, ha, everyone gets healthcare.
3: Yeah. What I'm saying, though, is I imagine it's not the nicest healthcare, i.e., it's like close up wounds with a blowtorch, that sort of thing.
4: More <laughs> cybernetics. That has to be like doc's expertise.
3: No, doc's yeah. expertise of being a goddamn itself mm-hmm. Doc's expertise of just being a creep calling you out, dog.
5: Just jerry-ringing the most
4: janky-looking instruments.
0: All right, so before we close off this section, we have to agree on one nice thing to say about the Republic.
3: They don't have evil, tyrannical Sith Lords.
1: They have fantastic interior lighting. <laughs> it's a very low vibe. Slingo
5: is technically the- illegal over there. Plenty of handrails. I love rusty. Yes, handrails. Safety far, far fewer bottomless pits to fall
2: into. I actually do kind of love the concept of the Republic, though, because they're like, okay, so you know the thing that America is a bunch of states in a trench coat pretending to be a country? The Republic is like a zillion planets in a really big trench coat going, we're a galactic superpower. And I do kind of, Love that there are so many things in it. There are so many different things to play with, and it's a great. And well, just a better.
1: <laughs> cultural diversity. Yeehaw!
2: It's great in theory.
0: It's the whole getting the, all the pieces to work in tangent with each other that kind of makes it fall apart.
3: Yeah, but you're yeah. like missing one piece, and uh, the dogs will have one as well.
1: That's, That's fine. That's
2: fine. That's fine. We'll just
1: wait for it to come out.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's our show for today. If you like what you heard, you can follow us on Twitter at Alliance Radio. Special thanks to the Swoter Writers Guild. You can find them on Tumblr under Swoter Writers Guild. This podcast was edited by Pineberry. Music by Closed on Sundays. And you can find them on Instagram under Closed on Sunday with two Ys. Before I forget... The Imperials on base would like to remind everyone that the tea kettle is for tea use only. For your own safety, please brew the calf in the Calf Maker. Theron.
3: King gathers up to you and he's like, I really like your work. Can I commission you something? You need some fan art for me? I'll pay you an exposure.
4: <laughs> 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 well... <laughs> Welcome to my personal hell as an artist who sells their art. Next, headcanon.
3: cannon.
5: I'm moving on from my own joke. Oh, no. Yeah.